in the midst of what you're going through, you got to give God thanks. Uh, not for everything that you're going through, but in the midst of everything that you're going through. Welcome to Treasure Truth with pastor and author James Ford Jr., senior pastor of Christ Bible Church in Chicago. I'm Steve Hiller. Glad you've joined us today as we begin a new message, Give Thanks in Everything. And uh, pastor, I know it's biblical, but I know that there may be some listening today who say, you don't know how hard this is. I I got nothing to thank God for. What do you mean give thanks when the doctor just gave me bad news or my spouse just left or my child just died? How can I give God thanks in the midst of this mess? Well, I think the key is in the midst of, and it it is a command. Uh, Now, why would God command us in sad times uh, to give him thanks? Well, Well, I believe, first and foremost, it's an acknowledgment of his sovereignty over our lives. Do we really believe that God is sovereign? Uh, Because sometimes we say we do, but we don't live like we do. Yeah. So so if I can't give God thanks for something, uh, I'm telling him, I don't believe you're in control of my life and I don't like what you're doing in my life right now. Um, and basically, we're trying to take his place. Uh, we ought not do that. We ought to acknowledge, Lord, now I'm not saying, and even we'll talk about it in the message itself, not for everything. But in the midst of all that I'm going through, it's what I call that Job mentality, that Job spirit. Here he is. Children are gone. Cattle are gone. Servants are gone. And he says, the Lord gives. We love that. Mm -hmm. And the Lord takes away. We don't like that. But here's what he says. Blessed be the name of the. He still speaks well of God. Then he says this profound statement. Is sitting in this sackcloth and ashes, boils breaking out all over his body. Friends have opened their mouths and now he feels condemned. And he says, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. That's what Thanksgiving is all about. Lord, though you slay me, yet will I trust you. Man. It is a powerful uh, message and a great example to look at Job and to uh, see what he did and to learn from him. It's great truth for us to cling to. Sometimes it can be a challenge, but uh, as we do cling to God, as we go to his word, and as we are encouraged in it, um, we can give thanks in everything. So let's uh, open our Bibles to 1 Thessalonians 5.18 and begin the message. Here's Pastor Ford. Pregnant lady uh, got on the uh, bus at 79th and State. It was very crowded. She's about eight months uh, into her pregnancy. And so since the bus was crowded, she knew uh, the kind of society in which we live. She had kind of settled in her mind that she would be in for a long ride downtown standing. To her surprise, a young man who had his pants around his waist said, ma'am, You take my seat, I'll stand. To which she fainted. They revived her, woke her up. She said, I'm sorry, just just took me by surprise. He, He gave me a seat. She sat down and she said, thank you, young man. And he fainted. The Bible tells us that one of the signs 
of living in the last days is that people will be ungrateful. You know any ungrateful people? You ever do something for somebody and they act as if you should have done it and they fail to acknowledge the fact that you didn't have to do it? Okay, I can't get no help in here. First Timothy chapter 3 verse 2 says, one of the chief characteristics that will alert us that we're in the end times is that people were not thankful. Romans chapter 1, when it talks about all the world is under condemnation, it says one of the reasons, uh, verse 21 says, neither were they thankful. Well, I'm telling you, it's getting to be, if you're looking for thanks in this generation, you got to look in the dictionary. <laughs> one, one child said to his dad, Dad, I, I learned how to say please and thank you in Spanish. He said, that's good, son, but you ought to start trying it in English first. Alexander White, who was a famed Scottish preacher, always started his service with a prayer of thanksgiving. And people thought, okay, how's he always able to thank God? And because he had an attitude of gratitude. So it was the worst day in the history of New England. And they were waiting to see if he was going to thank God. And he did. He opened up his prayer and he said, God, it's a horrible, horrendous day. The worst in the history of New England but I thank you that it's not like that every day. Yeah, he was able uh, to give thanks. And so one person said, oh, I'm going to get him where he can't say that. And uh, he came to him and he said, pastor, I dreamed last night that I died and went to hell. And he said, well, thank God. You ought to thank God. And he said, what do you mean I ought to thank God? I said, I died. I dreamed I died and went to hell. He said, it could be true. You better thank God. You better thank God. You, you better thank God. And so, listen, if you can't thank God for anything else, you ought to thank him that only he and you know everything about you. Yeah, yeah. Amen. There have been all more people than that saying, thank you, thank you. Come on, dipping and dabbing, uh, sneaking and freaking, you know. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Yeah, and so we thank God uh, for the good things that he's given us and the bad things that he kept from us. I mean, just on 79th and Langley, here was a teacher who had dedicated her life to children uh, taken out by a stray bullet because some gangbangers were fighting each other, 50-something years old. Now she's gone. You better thank God for the things that he kept from you. How do you know how many accidents he kept you from? On a, how do you know that you were the, the, the name on a bullet? How do you know? It could have been your child that was every child, not a gangbanger, every child not a, not a hoe. You sitting up here today, you got your children with you. You better thank God. And you got them in church. Thank God. Amen. And so there are things that he's given to you, things he kept from you. And Paul says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18, he says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Now, how do you develop this attitude of gratitude? Let me drop them. Not going to push them. You've been here long enough. First of all, I want you to see you must understand the parameters of thanksgiving. What must you do? Come on, talk back to me. The parameters, you know what parameters mean. We all didn't go to public school, and some of us got our GED. Amen. The parameters, here it is, in everything, 
wait a minute, not in most, not in some, not in the things I like, not when he answers my prayer, not when he blesses me and blesses me. In everything, guy came to me, he was bandaged up. I said, what happened, dog, what happened, man? He said, oh man, I fell, thank God. I said, why are you thanking God that you fell? He said, because the Bible says in everything, give thanks. I said, no, 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 bro, you got that wrong. It didn't say for everything, give thanks. It said in everything, give thanks. Now, let me tell you what that is in Greek. That's the locative of sphere. Come on, say locative of sphere. Okay, now say, huh? Okay, what is the locative of sphere? It's all Greek to you. Here's, here's how my Greek teacher explained it. Locative of sphere is when you take a circle and you put something in that circle, anywhere in that circle, it's in the sphere, it's located in the circle. Here's what he says. Everything that happens in your life, give thanks. In locative of sphere. In other words, God is saying, in the midst of what you're going through, you got to give God thanks. Uh, not for everything that you're going through, but in the midst of everything that you're going through. So the boss says, we're shutting down and the plant is moving to Mexico. In the midst of that, give God thanks. The doctor says, it's stage four. There's nothing we can do. In the midst of that, give God thanks. The spouse says, I want a divorce. Now for some of y'all, y'all really gonna thank God. Yeah, praise, but you're, yeah, amen, amen. The daughter comes and says, I'm pregnant. In the midst of it, the pink slip in your paycheck, the red slip with your bills, in the midst of all of the calamity, give God praise. Yeah, that's what it's really all about. Uh, you remember what happened to our friend Job. Uh, the devil gave him a hissy fit. Y'all know what that is, some of y'all old school. The Sabians did a drive-by uh, on his servants, and Job's cattle became Big Macs and Whoppers, and his sheep were turned into gyros, 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 however you say it. His sons and daughters were partying at the crib and they were doing the Casper slide and drinking Cristal and, and uh, listening to tear the roof off the sucker. And the devil said, that's a good idea. And the Bible says the roof fell in on him. And now Job has two dimensional children. Look at all that he went through. Then his wife turns into Kenya. Okay, I can tell who watched Housewives of Atlanta because you laugh. Kenya Kenya is the one that we're fighting all that. So, so you, you know, yeah, I don't watch it. Somebody just told me about it. But she's the real cantankerous woman. You know, I told you before, what's the difference between a pit bull and a cantankerous woman? Lipstick, that's right, lipstick, that's right. And, and, so, and so his wife became Kenya. She said, curse God and die. That is, hey, hey, and everything's going well. We live in large, large and in charge, big ball, shot call, all of that. Yeah, we're going to praise God on the mountaintop. But now you in the valley, curse God and die. You know what she's saying? I didn't sign in for this. And so what I need you to do is just curse God. God will kill you. I'll get somebody else. That's what she's saying. Yeah. And then here's what the Bible says, quote, then Job arose, rent his mantle, and shaved his head. Now, 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 he didn't do it for the same reason I did mine. I did mine because I got tired of painting my head. <laughs> yeah, well, now, now I'm enjoying the, the, the ball club for men. Amen. 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 
And so what happens? Then Job arose, rent his mantle, shaved his head, fell down on the ground and worshiped. It didn't say he cried, didn't say he complained. He worshiped in the midst of all that he's going through. Everything's taken from him. The devil takes his, his health and his sickness. The Sabians, his cattle, death, his children, his wife, is everything is taken. And in the ashes, he says he worshiped. Yeah. And said, naked came I out of my mother's womb, and naked shall I return thither. The Lord gave, we love that, and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the, where are the people of God who understand that we are not conditioned by our conditions. We don't live by our situation. We live by our revelation that in the midst of all that we're going through, we lift up our hands and we thank God in everything. We give you thanks for you're worthy of the glory, the honor, and the praise. You're worthy for me to praise you. We are worthy of all the glory, all the honor, all the praise, all the time. He's worthy. Yes. Yes. A great reminder from Pastor Ford that in everything we can give thanks because of the worth of Jesus. We're listening to Treasure Truth, and if you uh, maybe missed the uh, opening of this program, or you know you can't stay with us through the end of the program, or maybe you're going to miss the next one, you can always come to our website, listen to these programs through your computer. You can also sign up to begin podcasting the program or download the Moody Radio app. Both of those ways are, are great ways to listen when it's convenient for you. And we'd love to know where you do listen to Treasure Truth. We recently heard from a listener in Florida who says, I listen to Pastor Ford's uh, messages on the way back and forth to work every day here in Florida. Just wanted to let them know that they've really been a help and an encouragement to me. Well, Josh, thanks for letting us know that you're listening. Again, we'd love to hear from you. You can contact us through our website, treasuredtruthradio.org. That's treasuredtruthradio.org. Well, let's get back to the message. Once again, here's Pastor Ford. Oh, I like, I like what Andre said. Through it all, through it all. Oh, I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in God. Through it all, through it all, I've learned to depend upon his word. I thank God for the mountains. And I thank him for the valleys. And I thank him for the storms that he brought me through. For if I never had a problem, I wouldn't know that God could solve them. I'd never know what faith in God could do. So through it all, through it all, through it all. Then notice secondly with me, the proclamation of thanksgiving. The proclamation of thanksgiving. So she starts off, he says, uh, in everything, give thanks. Now, now, I think once before on the Thanksgiving, I just did the word. Remember that? Was anybody there when I preached the word Thanksgiving? Oh, I could do that again. Only one. Yeah, I said Thanksgiving. Let's talk about Thanksgiving. It was a short message, too. It was only 20 minutes. It was only 20 minutes. Three-point message. I said Thanks. That is the content of thanksgiving. Give. That's the conveyance of thanksgiving. Ing. That's the continuation of thanksgiving. It's simple. It's simple. It's simple. He says here, give thanks. Now, two things here. Two things real quick. Number one, it's a command. It's in the imperative mood, which means it's the mood of command. In other words, he's saying, listen, I want to tell you why you need to do this because I said so. Because it's a, is there any old school mamas in the house? 
where, where your kids do it just because you said so, without explanation. Without, I remember one time coming home and my mother said, go in there and clean your room, boy. I said, I'm tired. My mother said, I didn't ask you a question. I didn't ask you whether you were tired. I told you go clean your room. Now you better get your tail in there and clean that room or I will whoop your tail. Come on, finish it. Tell it rope like okra. And then she said this, then she said this. And boy, boy, if tired was a requirement where nothing was done, uh, then you wouldn't have food on the table. If tired was a requirement for not doing something, you wouldn't have clean clothes on your, I'm always tired. I, I don't care whether you tired or not. You're going to get in there and clean that room. Boy, I, I'll tell you, I, I'll be glad when we get some old school mamas back, boy. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, some who still believe that children should be seen and not. That's right. That children ought to be quiet when grown folks are speaking. That's right. That's right. I remember you weren't even loud in the room when grown people were, let alone talk about, uh, uh, I got something to say. You ain't got nothing to say. And the Duke of Windsor came over here. He said, this is the only country I know uh, where everything is run by a switch but the children. Yeah. He said, I've never seen a country where parents are so obedient to their children. We got that time out, folk. Time out, time out, time out, time out. We had time out too. But it was a little lower. The Bible says, discipline your children. You ain't going to kill them. You better discipline them in the high chair to try to keep them from the electric chair. Because if you don't discipline them, the police will. Amen. I know, I know the kids are saying, Dad, we had to be in here today to hear that. No, I wish your mamas would hear it. I wish they would hear it. I wish they'd get in on what you're listening to. I, I, I wish they'd get in on your Facebook. You know, it ain't, you ain't got no business. We talking about you got business. You ain't paying no bills. You don't pay no mortgage. It ain't your clothes. You just, they just on loan. Your parents paying everything. So, so when you, you take charge of everything when you start paying your bills. Yeah. Tell mine all the time, in my house. My name on everything. Now, when you move out and start paying your own bills, and then every one of them that did, my boy, both my boys said, Dad, Dad, I didn't know it was this costly. Uh-huh. So it's not like old country buffet or dusties. See, we try to rationalize away God's commands, like lipstick on a pig. Remember that when that was popular? Y'all don't remember that? Yeah, you ought to Google it, lipstick on a pig. Just a couple years ago. And he said, he said, dealing with these individuals, like putting lipstick on a pig. And here's what he was saying. If you put lipstick on a pig, you're trying to camouflage the pig. But the pig is so much pig that lipstick ain't going to change anything. And some of us do that with God's uh, commandments. We try to rationalize them away. We mask our disobedience. We're commanded here to give God thanks. It's continuous. It is present tense. Say, what are you talking about, Pastor L Listen, present tense means keep on giving God thanks. Amen. Now, I shared this with you before. Let me share it again because it fits better here than when I shared it with you uh, in the other sermon. It's about my granddaughter, uh, Diamond. She's my oldest granddaughter. She's getting ready to graduate on Tuesday. 
Now, the reason, the reason I'm so excited about her graduation is, I think I told you this before, too, that she was diagnosed uh, with uh, mental incapacity. And they want to put her in special education. And my son said, no, it's not going to happen. She's going in a regular grade with regular students. Now that girl's graduating salutatorian. Amen. 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 All because her daddy stood and said, you know, so, so we, we, she was at the crib. And, and, and the kids, when they come uh, stay with us, they like already sweetened cereal. That's too much sugar for somebody with diabetes. And so she liked Cocoa Puffs, and so whenever they come, I'll get whatever they like. And so I got a great big box of uh, Cocoa Puffs from Sam's Club. And, um, and so I told her, I said, now you got to eat everything you put in the bowl because uh, people in China, you know, they're they going hungry. So if you leave anything, I'm going to have to eat it. I can't, I can't let it go to waste. Can't Do that when we go get donuts, too. I say, now you get any donuts you want and as many as you want, but we can't waste them. They'll pick about three or four, and I'll say, don't y'all like that right there, right there? Yeah. Get a couple of, I don't like those, try them, just try them. If you don't like them, don't worry about it. We'll, we'll find something to do with them. But anyway, she's sitting there, and she's got a bowl of Cocoa Puffs. And so she said, okay, let's pray, Papa. So, okay. so she prays. And then she says, can I have another bowl of uh, Cocoa Puffs? I said, go ahead, baby. The whole box is for you. She gets another bowl. And she says, okay, let's pray. I said, wait a minute, sweetie. You, you don't have to pray a second time. You, you already prayed. So if you get a second or third help, you don't have to pray. She said, Papa, I ate the bowl that I thanked him for. This is a new bowl. I got to thank him again. And if I get a third bowl, because I might, because you give me this little bowl, then I have to thank him again. Then she put her spoon down and she said, Papa, you mean you're a preacher and you don't know that? <laughs> and I thought, out of the mouth of babes, thou hast perfected praise. And so now, when I get that first sandwich, I pray and thank him for it. Then when I eat the second one, I pray and thank him for it. When I get that third one, I pray and thank him for it. When I get that fourth one, I pray and thank him for it. Now, some of y'all better not be laughing at me, because I know you eat four sandwiches at a time, too. I ain't looking at you, Pastor Green. I ain't looking at you. But we can't tell nobody we are one or two sandwich man now. <laughs> we didn't get that big by eating one sandwich. <laughs> oh, you say three, not four, huh? Yeah, amen. That fourth when you get in the middle of the morning. I did that this morning, man. I said, man, I'm hungry. I know I shouldn't be eating and go to bed. And so I went and made me a sandwich and ate and went to bed. <laughs> oh, man, I slept real good, man. Yeah, that was one of them open mouth slobber coming out. <laughs> one of those kind. But you get the idea. It was continual. I said, baby girl, you don't have to say grace every time. And she said, Papa, yes, you do, because you never had this before. I said, wow. And so that's what he's saying. It's present tense. Well, unfortunately, we do have to pause the message right there, but you are listening to Treasure Truth with Pastor Ford and a message called Give Thanks in Everything. We're going to continue this teaching on our next broadcast, so I hope you make it a point to tune in. If you don't think you can be by your radio, come to the website right now. It's treasuredtruthradio.org. You can sign up to begin podcasting this program. That's a great way to make sure that you're able to listen to each and every program whenever it fits your schedule. That's just one way to listen. You'll find others when you come to treasuredtruthradio.org. 
Well, thank you for listening today. Thanks also to our producer, Amy Rios. For Pastor Ford, I'm Steve Hiller. Treasured Truth is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.